Hello, and welcome to the Thought Tonic Podcast. I'm Scott Kaler, your host. Thought Tonic is a resource for ideas to refresh our thinking when we're feeling stuck or stymied by worry, fear, or self-criticism, so we can move forward in our lives with greater calm, courage, and confidence. In today's episode, I'm featuring the most frequently visited post on the Thought Tonic blog, a post about the idea that how we see things impacts how we respond to them, and that we can choose to see things in ways that expand our helpful options of response. I call the post, What Do You Choose to See? Before we proceed, let me ask all of you who are listening today to bring a particular image to mind. This is a real image that you can find on the internet if you aren't already familiar with it. The image, often called Rabbit and Duck, was first published in a German humor magazine in 1892. It is a drawing in which both the head of a duck, facing left, and the head of a rabbit, facing right, can be seen. In this drawing, the beak of the duck doubles as the ears of the rabbit, and the back of the duck's head looks like the nose of the rabbit. Or all of that vice versa, I suppose. If you're not sure where else to find the image, go to the post, What Do You Choose to See? on the Thought Tonic website, thoughttonic.com. That's T-H-O-U-G-H-T-T-O-N-I-C.com. The reason I ask you to bring this famous rabbit and duck image to mind or to look at it if you're not already familiar with it, is to ask a series of questions related to it. First, what do you see in it? A rabbit? A duck? Both? And then, if you see the image as one of these options, a duck, let's say, are the other ways you could see the image? As a rabbit? Or as both a duck and rabbit? somehow not true? And finally, if multiple ways of seeing the image are possible, which one of them do you prefer? Which one of them works better for you, in a manner of speaking? While these kinds of questions may seem a bit silly when we're talking about an image, you may be asking yourself, do I see a duck, a rabbit, or both? What does it matter? The considerations they represent have significant implications in our day-to-day lives. To quote Barry Neal Kaufman, the way we choose to see the world creates the world we see. In my own experience, I've noticed over and over again, that what I choose to see in myself and in the world around me, including other people, what they say and what they do, has a profound influence on how I'm able to respond and interact. Seeing multiple possibilities for meaning in any given experience gives me a wider range of potential responses. 
I'm often able to choose one of the more helpful options then. Imagine, for instance, that I'm standing at the counter in a coffee shop, placing my order and paying for my purchase. The cashier doesn't smile, greet me, inquire how my day is going, or thank me for my business. In this situation, I could see the cashier as rude or disrespectful and feel slighted. Or I could succumb to my anxious thinking in the form of self-doubt and worry that I've done something wrong. With the first interpretation as context, I might snap at the cashier for being rude or keep my mouth shut and leave the coffee shop disgruntled. In either case, muttering under my breath as I stride out the door, vowing never to order from that person again. With the second interpretation, I might feel embarrassed, thinking I must have done something wrong to offend the cashier, perhaps even berating myself for being a loser in social situations yet once again as I shuffle back to my car. In lieu of both these options, I could simply see the cashier as not having been as courteous to me as I would have liked. Maybe the cashier is feeling unusually stressed or distracted by their own worries. I just don't know. Whatever the explanation, if I could allow myself to see the cashier's behavior as something less offensive to me than rude or disrespectful, I might be able to wish the cashier well, regardless of my discontent, and decide to address the issue of dissatisfying service the next time I experience it, if I experience it again. From my own perspective, one of these ways of seeing this experience at the coffee shop works better for me than the others. If I give myself the opportunity to choose the option of softening my gaze, not looking so harshly or even looking kindly on the cashier and myself, I will leave the coffee shop in a better mood, feeling good about myself and how I responded, with a sense of calm and confidence, happier all around. Although I will be aware of my disappointment in the cashier's behavior, in the service I received, I will not be consumed by the gap between this experience and the expectations I had for the interaction, or by a negative way of seeing the cashier, their behavior, or myself, that foments feelings of anger, indignation, resentment, or anxiety. There is always more than one way to look at things. In any given situation, we can choose to see in a way that works for us rather than against us. Given the kind of experience we want to have, how we want to live our lives, 
the type of person we want to be, and more. In your life, who or what are you seeing in ways that aren't working for you? What would a different way of seeing be? If you saw this person, people, or situation differently, what would the benefits be? What would support you in making this shift in perception? Why are you waiting? Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Tonic podcast today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. To let me know what you thought, to sign up for blog updates, and to explore other ideas for living with greater calm, courage, and confidence, please visit the Thought Tonic website at thoughttonic.com. That's T-H-O-U-G-H-T-T-O-N-I-C.com. I'm Scott Kaler, and you've been refreshing your thinking with Thought Tonic. Cheers, and bye for now.